This week's edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio is part two of a new series devoted to the yoga of love or the path of love. The love or bhakti element of the path of the masters. There is emphasis on inner light and sound meditation in the tradition of the masters. But there is also a great emphasis on currents of love and devotion, or bhakti, as well. Baba Devi Sahib of Moradabad, for instance, once said, God and love are one and the same thing. Without love, we are nothing. Bhakti is that essential substance without which any work, either of this world or of the next world, cannot be fulfilled. For all such tasks, which a man performs with genuine zeal, get accomplished well, and all other works in which we do not feel sincerely involved remain incomplete or are only half done. Bhakti makes a person immensely wise and of pure intellect. What is most significant about bhakti or love is that it opens us up inside to an easy pathway to God, treading on which we reach our center or destination from where we never need to return. Bhakti or love is the essential ingredient that makes meditation work, makes the spiritual exercises work. And when we read the literature of the saints, there's a lot of bhakti present there in the Adi Granth, the hymns of Kabir. I know a thousand rumis the world needs to hear to be soothed by the voice of the soul that speaks through them all. Hafez, Shams of Tabriz, Sarmad, Kabir, Rabia, Mirabai, Dayabai, Sajobai, Tukram, Hazrat Sultan Bahu, Baba Farid, Guru Nanak, Darya Sahib, Tulsi Sahib, Sir Das, Namdev, Rai Das, or Ravi Das, Paltu Sahib, Sant Radhaswami Sahib, and many more besides up to the living present. Countless are the lovers of the beloved. Countless are the lovers of the beloved. God is love. Each soul is a drop from the divine ocean. And the way to approach the spiritual path and the meditation practice is also through love. Our destination is the ocean of love also known as Anurag Sagar, a term used by Kabir to describe the Supreme Being. The path of the Masters espouses the view that God is formless. This is known as Narguna Bhakti. The official theological title or categorization of this path is Narguna Bhakti Sants of India. The Narguna Bhakti Sants, those saints who are devoted to the formless God. 
and these saints conceive of God as being an infinite ocean of love, not a being on a throne with form, but this infinite vast ocean of pure love and consciousness. It says in the Narada Bhakti Sutras, the very nature of love surpasses description. It is like a person who cannot speak but can taste fine foods. The love of God abides where it is made welcome. Impurity, laziness, crowds out true love. By removing earthly desires, the devotee makes room for the unlimited love of God to rush in as an exquisitely subtle experience that expands forever. After achieving the boundless love of God, the devotee sees love, hears love, speaks of love, and is consumed by the love of God. Follow these teachings and become one with the Beloved. A reading from the Narada Bhakti Sutras, a scripture from India, a kind of gospel of love. This is from Kabir, from the book of Armar Mul. Those who practice true bhakti, true spiritual love and devotion, save themselves and others, spend all they have in helping others. They speak the truth to all, cherish the true name in their hearts, suffer not feelings of anger to arise, speak under the influence of the name, reason about knowledge or gnosis, spiritual experience, and teach the technique of the Shabda, the inner light and sound meditation. From the book of Armar Mul. Love is very much central to the path of the masters, not just asceticism or meditation or off-world mysticism. Love is the foundation, is the ethic, is the state of consciousness being sought. The great 19th century master Shiv Dayal Singh or Swamiji Maharaj describes the highest heaven as an infinite reservoir of love, and the way to reach there is also by love. In his Sarbachan Radhaswami poetry, he says, Such is the peculiar efficacy of the path of love and devotion, that if you adopt it, it will transport you to the reservoir of ambrosia. In the source or fountain, in Radhaswami Dham, the eighth heaven, there is absolutely no trace of maya or illusion. There it is all love and love alone. It is an immense reservoir of love, having no beginning and no end. Bhakti is the path of love. It is heart-centered, focused on the cultivation of love between the soul and the oversoul, between lover and the beloved. India's Narguna Bhakti Sants, or saints, are madly in love with the Supreme Being, the ocean of love. 
The relationship with the Supreme Being is that of divine romance. The 16th century mystic Mirabai said in one of her compositions, To the Lord's abode I will go, for he alone is my true love. I'll gaze upon his charming face and ever remain enthralled. In the calm of the night I will arise and go to him and return at dawn. Sant Maud is very much about love and devotion. Kabir says, Only the name of God can delight the heart. In return comes nectar filled with the essential reality, the one whose heart and body are lovingly attached to the name is drenched in nectar. The one who is united with the name remains ever in love with the divine void. God's servant is intoxicated through and through with God's presence. On remembering the Lord's name, heart and body dissolve in love and one drinks God's nectar or bliss. passage found in the Adi Granth or Sikh scriptures of India. Across the many centuries, lovers of the beloved have been the composers of divine ecstatic poems, gazals, odes, hymns, psalms, banis, gathas, Kirtans, Shabds, and Bhajans. The way of the Sufis and the saints is the path of love and devotion. From the heart expressions of love for the supreme ocean of love and all consciousness. I once gave a tape to a friend containing some of my readings from the poetry of Rumi, Kabir, Dadu, Darshan Singh, Tukarama, Hafaz, and several other great souls. After listening to this recording, they said, it was as if it's the same voice or person speaking through all of these masters of history. Even though they are often separated by centuries, great distances, and spoke many different languages. I pondered this for a while, and it struck me that they were indeed correct. There really is one voice speaking through all of these devotees of bhakti. Lovers of the Beloved all speak with the same accent of love. When we encounter outpourings of the heart of such magnitude, we really are hearing the voice of the soul in its blissful communion with the Beloved, the Oversoul. Some verses of Darshan Singh from the Urdu, translated into English, to be found in the book Love's Last Madness. Let them try to imprison him in temple, mosque, and church. The seeing eye finds the beloved signs in every moat. Very near your heart are seekers of your vision. Those who look at the surface are exiled from the Beloved's light. What can I say of the grace he showers on me within? Darshan, the moment I close my eyes, the Beloved's light 
begins. Verses of Darshan Singh rendered into English in the book Love's Last Madness. Sometimes there is almost an erotic quality to these mystic verses of souls such as Rumi, Kabir, Mirabai, Muktabai, Jayadeva, Tukarama, Hafez, Rabia, Hazrat Sultan Bahu, Bola Shah, Dayabai, Sajobai, Sirdas, Baba Farid, Raidas, Namdeva, Darya Sahib of Bahar, Garbdas, Eknathas, Shams of Tabriz, and countless others. Rumi says only lovers can escape from these two worlds. This was written in creation. There is no salvation for the soul but to fall in love. Only from the heart can you reach the sky. The hermetic axiom as above, so below declares that some aspects of creation are reflections of even more glorious heavenly realities above. And thus it makes sense, these words of mystics embracing the divine in a soul-over-soul relationship would parallel soul-to-soul romantic love, and that many of these very same verses would be perfect to share with someone on Valentine's Day. As I've said before, every day is Valentine's Day with Rumi. From the verses of Rumi, we find this. Looking for your face. From the beginning of my life, I have been looking for your face. But today I have seen it. Today I have seen the charm, the beauty, the unfathomable grace of the face that I was looking for. Today I have found you, and those who laughed and scorned me yesterday are sorry that they were not looking as I did. I am bewildered by the magnificence of your beauty and wish to see you with a hundred eyes. My heart has burned with passion and has searched forever for this wondrous beauty that I now behold. I am ashamed to call this love human and afraid of God to call it divine. Your fragrant breath, like the morning breeze, has come to the stillness of the garden. You have breathed new life into me. I have become your sunshine and also your shadow. My soul is screaming in ecstasy. Every fiber of my being is in love with you. Your effulgence has lit a fire in my heart and made radiant for me the earth and sky. My arrow of love has arrived at the target. I am in the house of mercy, and my heart is a place of prayer. Some verses of Rumi. As I say, every day is Valentine's Day with Rumi. Bhakti is that essential substance without which any work, either of this world or of the other world, cannot be fulfilled. For all such tasks which a person performs with genuine zeal get accomplished well, and all other works in which we do not feel sincerely involved 
remain incomplete or are only half done. That's a passage from Baba Devi Sahib of Moradabad, who has a lot to say about the power of love and devotion or bhakti. He says, Bhakti makes a person immensely wise and of pure intellect. Virtues such as acts of honesty and truthfulness stand with folded hands in attendance of a devout being. Bhakti is the religion of the whole world. No creed, faith, or sect can remain steady or stable in absence of it. What is most significant about bhakti is that it opens up inside one the easy pathway to God, treading on which one reaches their center or destination from where they never need to return. Indeed, God and love are otherwise one and the same thing, says Baba Devi Sahib. God and bhakti are otherwise one and the same thing. God and love are the same. As Master Kripal Singh once said, God is love, each soul is a drop from the divine ocean, and the way back to God is also through love. Our origin is from the ocean of love. The spirit to get back to that eternal home once again is love, is bhakti. And when we approach meditation practices, if we approach them with a spirit of bhakti, or love, then our repetition of divine names takes on an exalted state. It becomes more than the mere dry repetition of words. It's transformed, it's transmuted into the lover calling out to their beloved. It's a whole different practice. The repetition of sacred names done with bhakti takes one to a whole different place than someone who's just mumbling some mantras in a dry, boring, bored-out-of-their-mind sort of way. It's a whole different level of consciousness. When one approaches meditation and spiritual techniques spiritual practices with a spirit of love and devotion. The goal, the objective of the path of the masters is for the soul to merge back into the divine ocean. This is referred to with terms such as Anurag Sagar, the ocean of love. God is referred to as an infinite ocean of love infinite ocean. Santmat in India, the path of the masters, is categorized theologically as the path of Narguna Bhakti Sants. In other words, those saints who are devoted to the formless supreme being. Narguna, formless, and Bhakti refers to focusing the, all of one's love and attention upon. So Narguna Bhakti is the path devoted to the formless Supreme Being 
the infinite Lord of Love. The name of the program is Spiritual Awakening Radio, this week exploring the yoga of love, the path of love. Stay tuned for more after these messages. This week's program is part two in an ongoing series exploring the yoga of love, the path of love, the bhakti element of the path of the masters. For quite a few years now, I've been collecting the poetry and music, the literature of the saints of India. I was so impressed by this that it really changed my orientation. It altered my understanding, my perception of what the path of the Masters is and what it is not. It is not a New Age science of the ego's self-empowerment, a one-night stand of spirituality. But there is this vast richness, this lifelong path of love, light, and sound. And there's just so much more to it. And it's just so much more satisfying. To try and gain the traditional Indian perspective. There is such danger when when there is an attempt made to transplant teachings from one culture to that of another. There is the danger that much is lost along the way. And what begins as this glorious path of love for the Supreme Being ends up being some sort of New Age science of -of out-of-body travel in America, minus the ethics, minus the vegetarianism, minus the commitment, minus the full teachings, the full dimensions and, and wisdom of it. And that gets stripped away and turns into something else turns into some astral plane light and astral plane sound and falls remarkably short of the goal and the gloriousness of what is intended to be the path of the masters. We always have to guard against cultural transplanting and try and discover the richness of this spiritual heritage, literature, music, and poetry of the saints and let it provide us with examples of how we too can experience this same path in its fullness. It says in the Narada Bhakti Sutras, the Book of Love, whosoever amongst us believes in this auspicious gospel of Narada and has faith in it, becomes a lover of God, 
and attains the highest beatitude and goal of life. This is a path of bhakti as well as inner light and sound. The focus of the masters is for there to be love in all states of consciousness, the waking state, the dream state, as well as the meditative state. As Hazur Maharaj Raisalagram once said, all saints and Swamiji Maharaj in particular have in their bani or hymns laid great stress upon engendering love. The idea is that the task can be accomplished quickly and easily with the help of love. Mere renunciation cannot afford so much advantage, nor can mere comprehension of the teachings confer such a benefit. All activities in the world are going on because of love and desire. If one does not have any feelings of love, or he has no interest in a matter, he can do nothing. For the real spiritual welfare of their soul, it is therefore necessary to develop real love for the true Supreme Being. It therefore behooves all jivas or souls to develop real love for the true Supreme Being. That is the goal of this path, according to Hazur Maharaj Raisalagram in his amazing series of volumes known as Prem Patra Radhaswami, which when translated into English means something like the love discourses of the Lord of the Soul. That's what that means if you translate it into English, Prem Patra Radhaswami. In the north we have Kabir, Nanak, Mirabai, Tulsi Das, and others. Their verses show that love or bhakti of God is not a thing which we produce in ourselves by extensive brooding or self-hypnotism or by any other method. It is a permanent flame slowly burning in the caverns of our hearts. Only, however, when it gains strength through study and association with other devotees or satsang and the company of the satguru, do we come to know of it. There is a spiritual longing in the heart of man, indistinct and undefined, but steady like a flame, tapering upwards to the divine goal. There is nothing higher than this culture of love. Hearing and singing the praises of God stimulates its growth until it ascends higher and higher, eventually reaching God. A quote about the path of the masters, defining it. According to M. G. Gupta, in the book Indian Mysticism, Rig Veda, to the present day. The great Sufi poet Rumi once said, The people of this world are like the three butterflies in front of a candle's flame. The first one went closer and said, I know about love. The second one touched the flame lightly with his wings and said, 
I know how love's fire can burn. The third one threw himself into the heart of the flame and was consumed. He alone knows what true love is, says Ja'aladin Rumi. More Spiritual Awakening Radio after these messages. said, go deeper, go deeper past thoughts into silence, past silence into stillness, past stillness into the heart. Let love consume all that is left of you. Without bhakti, without love and devotion, nobody can swim across the vast and deep ocean of this samsara, this world of changes. Even if one makes use of thousands of ways and means, but if one takes to the word and develops love for the shabda, the sound current, one will 100% go to their eternal abode. A verse of Kabir translated into English in the book The Essential Kabir, translated by M. G. Gupta, published by Huma Books. One thing I found very useful in getting acquainted with the classic Sants of India is really when you read their poems, they are setting an example for us to follow. They are showing the way that we can have the same sort of approach to the Supreme Being, the same kind of successful approach to the spiritual path, the same successful approach to meditation that they once did. One of my favorite poet mystics of the East is Sant Namdev, one of the earliest of Sants, actually who lived a couple centuries before Kabir. The Hindi Padavali of Namdev is one of my favorite books of Eastern poetry. Some verses from it. Says Sant Namdev, God, or Hari, is my companion in life and in death. Hari, who rescued this drowning creature. Hari, the giver of joy, is always with me. I am immersed in the name of Hari, says Namdev. I am 
immersed in the name of God, says Namdev. What can you lose if you sing Ram? Sing that name, sleeping or waking, says Namdev. This is my message, says Namdev. What you receive is what you desire. Sing the name Ram, the state of Nirvana. Service, worship, remembrance, meditation. All are false without God. An amazing verse, one of the most amazing verses I know of in the literature of the Sants of India. Service, worship, remembrance, meditation. All are false without God. That reminds me of a verse of Guru Kabir, which goes something like, Without love for the beloved, set this satsang on fire and burn the whole thing to the ground. Service, worship, remembrance, meditation, all are false without God, says Namdev. Says Namdev, fasts, pilgrimages, serve worldly goals. They are empty without faith. These regular fasts are worldly efforts. They are like a ladder, discarded, when the citadel is scaled. My heart lies at your feet. You are my refuge, says Namdev. Dwell on Ram, brother, like the caterpillar meditating in the cocoon. Says Namdev, the Lord has all shapes. He is the master of everything. He lives within all. A worm or a moth, whatever moves or is still. Ram, God, is with everyone says Namdev. This spiritual path and its destination is divine love. The remover of difficulties is the one spiritual teacher who has given you the secret knowledge, spiritual guidance, and experience. A verse of Baba Devi Sahib of Maradabad. This spiritual path is about love and devotion for the Supreme Being. That is the ideal the focus, the goal of the path. The path is about the ascension of the soul through various planes of consciousness, but it is not really accurate to call it astral travel. The meditation practice of Sant Mat, known as Surat Shab Yoga, is not astral travel. 
It is passing through the astral plane, yes, but it is not a journey to the astral plane, stuck in the astral plane. It is like the near-death tunnel ascending to the light. One passes through the astral plane, through the causal plane, through all of these lower realms, till we get to the real heavenly realms above, the topmost, most high realm of creation has been described as Anami Desh or Radhaswami Dham or Anurag Sagar, the ocean of love, the supreme being, the infinite, lord of the soul, and that is the goal of the masters and mystics of the East. Stay tuned for more Spiritual Awakening Radio after these messages. Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean of SpiritualAwakeningRadio.com. Visit my website, SpiritualAwakeningRadio.com. There's a donate button at the website. There are buttons that take you to the Sant Mat Radhaswami blog, which is the number one blog on the World Wide Web for Sant Mat and Radhaswami studies. There are buttons that take you to the podcasts that are available on demand, podcasts of Spiritual Awakening Radio, lots there, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr as well, for daily spiritual quotes via social media, all can be found at my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. I always love getting mail from listeners sometimes requesting information or send a text message or leave a voicemail message at this number 508-603-9381 country code USA 508-603-9381 the following is called the Song of Vira by Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, India. A song sung when the lover suffers from the agony of separation from his sweetest beloved. Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. Sawan is the month of love, of longing for the beloved. And as the drops of rain touch the earth, the soul thirsts more and more for union with the beloved. Tulsi weeps, Sawan, without my beloved is nothing. The pangs of separation rise like waves in the ocean do, in the inmost core of my heart. Uttering and hearing words do not entertain me or suit my mood. My body and mind are convulsing with immeasurable pain. 
The sorrow caused by the absence of my beloved is so intense that it makes me wander like a mad woman. My heart seethes with anguish. This separation torments me like a thorn that pricks the skin. In this severance from the beloved, all the money and wealth of this world have become to me like the dust of the earth. Dark clouds laden with moisture have now become my enemies as they roar and whirl. I feel the twinge of the aching cry of the peacock, and with this the rumbling and twirling of the clouds fills my inner being, and I become one with the turbulence of the skies. My soul begins to whirl and swing between the chakras, the doorsteps of these stations within, and I lose all awareness of the world outside. If my beloved comes along with me, I would undertake this journey within the realms of my inner being day and night. Surat, the soul that is a drop from the ocean of the Supreme Being, is the current that moves up when it engrosses itself in the divine Shabda, the inner sound, and Nairat, inner seeing, the current that detaches the Surat from the Shabd so that the journey of soul does not get hampered by getting stuck at one region of higher bliss. Tulsi makes a string of surat and nairat and ties this string with a pole that he makes of his mind and intellect. He merges with the rhythmic waves of the divine word that he encounters higher up, and the surat rises swinging with these waves. This rainy season, says Tulsi, gets active in pursuit of true satsang, the company of the beloved. Only those who cross the third eye climb up and down this thread of surat and nairat and realize the path of truth. bird longing for the moon, the lover yearning for the beloved. That's the theme to be found in the great poetry, literature, and music of the saints of the East, the mystics of the East. Kabir says, for millions of years you have slept, this morning will you not wake? Kabir says, if you can't find where your soul is hidden, for you the world will never be real. The truth is, you turned away yourself and decided to go into the dark alone. Now you are tangled up in others and have forgotten what you once knew. Says Kabir, when the mind becomes calm, then the truth is revealed. Hiding in this cage of visible matter is the invisible life bird. Pay attention to her. She is singing your song. Rumi says, 
let yourself be silently drawn by the strange pull of what you really love. It will not lead you astray. This verse is from Swamiji Maharaj. O soul, who are you? And whence have you come? You are a ray from Parush, the Supreme Being, and an inhabitant of the purely spiritual region. Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. From the source of this divine ocean of God opens a portal to the light. Awaken that resplendent light within you. Repeat the name of the Lord and secure him, says Tulsi Sahib. If you love truth, become a lover of silence. Silence, like the sunlight, will illuminate you in God. A passage from St. Isaac of Nineveh. Thanks for joining me today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. Mm-hmm.